0: you're listening to the holistic spaces podcast brought to you by mindful design feng shui school episode 232 listen to a mini consultation with Alyssa brilloff welcome to episode 232 of the holistic spaces podcast where we hope to inspire educate and empower you to create your own holistic spaces that nurture and resonate with you auntie cho and laura morris are the founders of the mindful design feng shui school we teach a feng shui certification program online at mindfuldesignschool.com. Visit us there. Check out our certifications. Sometimes we have mini courses. We also have a newsletter list with special content and opportunity opportunities only for our newsletter subscribers. You can go to the show notes and opt in for our mailing list there, or you can visit mindfuldesignschool.com and scroll to the bottom. So for this episode, it's Angie. Hi, how are you doing? I noticed on some of our podcast reviews on iTunes that people had mentioned that they really enjoyed listening to some mini consultations. So I made a big effort and reached out to a friend of mine, Alyssa, who's an influencer. She's a Reiki practitioner. She is um, a wonderful person and she also creates these amazing angel number socks you should check her out on Instagram Uh, her Instagram handle will be in the show notes Alyssa Brilloff. but um, you can listen and take a sneak peek into what a mini feng shui consultation will be like so this is this isn't like a full-on consultation but it's a little mini one so you can see how it is And, and of course like we're responding to the people that had mentioned this in the reviews. So we do read the reviews and we hope that you'll leave some reviews and let us know how you like the podcast. Um, also, what else do I want to tell you? Oh, we also recorded this on Instagram Live. So if you want to watch it and see how Alyssa shows me a bit around her apartment and also there's a quick look at her floor plan, You can visit Instagram, my Instagram, at Angie Cho, and we'll also link to that in the show notes. So we hope you enjoy this special opportunity to experience a mini Feng Shui consultation. And if you enjoy it, be sure to check out our graduates. Laura and I don't do consultations outside of our our certification program with our graduates but we have excellent graduates of the mindful design school you can visit mindfuldesignschool.com slash consultants or click on the consultant tab and our graduates are listed there the ones that are on there not all of them are on there but most of them are on there and they're all really excellent and qualified to offer one-on-one feng shui consultations. so we really recommend you dive in deep hire someone if you um find that this is really interesting and you'd like someone to look at your home because it's much different than just listening to a podcast when you work with a qualified professional so enjoy so enjoy thank you so much for listening to this special episode of a mini consultation with Alyssa Brilloff on the holistic spaces podcast you can tune in every week for a new podcast episode if you like our podcast please share it, subscribe, leave a review. You can always support the podcast by checking out our certification program at mindfuldesignschool.com. You can also sign up for our newsletter list there. Go to mindfuldesignschool.com, scroll to the bottom. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.
1: Hey, Alyssa. Hi. Can you hear me okay? Yeah,
0: I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes. Great. Thank you so much for joining me i'm so excited i have your book sitting
1: right here it's so pretty uh, Congrats again. You.
0: i know it's good timing because you just moved right
1: i did i did i need all the help all the energy and all of your wisdom
0: oh good and i'm really grateful you're sharing your space with us because i was just saying that i got some feedback sorry i'm just trying to pull up your um i got some feedback from our podcast listeners that a lot of them really enjoy watching these um mini consultations so it's nice that you know they may not be able to observe a consultation but this is available to them and we're going to post it on the podcast and so i'm i'm really excited so i'm really grateful for you to be so open and generous with sharing your space with us of course i'm excited yay okay i'm just going to turn my volume up okay okay so how we start with this oh by the way, before we get started, I wanted to let everyone know that Alyssa is going to be hosting a giveaway for the book. So she's gonna post a reel sometime this week, so be sure to follow her and watch watch her feed for that. So I think you're gonna give away three books, yeah. right? Yes. Yes, That's so exciting. And then also some of her followers submitted some questions that we're gonna answer at the end. But now we're gonna focus on Alyssa. So Alyssa separately sent me her floor plan and her Birth information, and also your wishes. Is it okay if I share your wishes, or do you want to share them?
1: I don't remember what I said. Yeah. So if you want to share them.
0: Okay. Usually people say I don't remember what I wrote.
1: (laughs) I know the general idea, but.
0: Okay. Well, and maybe your wishes have changed a little bit, and I'm going to ask you a little bit about them. So you just moved into this new apartment, and I know that you're expecting your first child in three months which congratulations thank you so you wrote that you wish for more abundance and financial freedom you asked for a loving home for you your family and your baby and more creativity in your business and and your brand
1: yes those all sound great
0: okay okay so um i'm gonna ask you a little bit more about each thing that'll help me kind of guide uh, this consultation, and then I have your floor plan in front of me. And if required, I'll like I could change the screen, but but since this is going to be on a podcast, I'm going to try to do everything verbally. And you know where you live, so right. you'll know what I'm talking about. So tell me about more abundance and financial freedom.
1: So right now, I consult and I do a lot of content creation. I work with different brands. I have my own brand. I just have a lot of income streams and. I'm okay with continuing that. I really like the freedom of like flexibility with my schedule Um, and like being my own boss. That's kind of been something that I really love doing and have been growing over the past few years. And what I wanna continue to expand with having a baby is not being on anyone's schedule. And I think what my intention for that really is, is to just have income that is more passive options that are coming through or just working smarter not harder so that i can you know be really mindful of my time and i'm not right now i'm on social media a lot i'm on my computer a lot and i want to just create more boundaries i think with my with my job and what i'm doing while still making a good amount of income and living okay and actually for people who are watching we've known each other a long time right like when did we met like Pre-co- before I think it was like right co- before COVID or something along yes. the timeline. Yeah, yeah,
0: it was definitely before the pandemic. And then we've collaborated a couple other times through your different, like all the different things that you do. So yeah. I understand that because I'm also my own boss and I also have many different varied income streams, which is good in the sense that it, if you have everything coming from one place, if something happens to that, you're, you're kind of screwed but then also it can be exhausting like people don't realize like how many hats do you have to wear like we have to be on Instagram we have to well we don't have to but we 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 choose I was like today what's
1: that
0: we choose to be on Instagram but it was funny I was teaching a class and it was on zoom and I was at someone's house a student's house in Brooklyn and most of the time I teach online but it was like You know, having to set up a live like Zoom stream for people and letting people in, and then having like students there live, and it's like we have to just kind of juggle so much. But it's but it's it's a path we've chosen, right?
1: And I did want to note and add to that is I over the years, like since kind of the pandemic and just more recently, I've shifted away from just consulting and really have leaned into my spiritual offers and into being of service and helping people through energy healing and Reiki and meditation. And I'm still figuring out that revenue stream and how to make a business from it because I, my, my main intention is really to obviously be of service first. Um, but I just wanted to tie that in there that spirituality is a really big part of what I'm trying to focus on.
0: Well, I could see that in your floor plan. So you uh, look at your floor plan. You actually, like your second bedroom is the whole thing is a complete extension of your, your spirituality, self-cultivation area. So this, you know, if we look at the Bagua, I know this is going to be mirrored on the, <laughs> on the screen. So your floor plan, where that second bedroom is, where it's going to be the nursery, mm-hmm. that is actually an, a, a complete, it's outside of the Bagua, and it's an extension of this knowledge, self-cultivation area. So it tells me that you are attracted to having that in your life, a great amount of spirituality, so we're gonna talk about that in a bit, because also that's where your nursery is gonna be. So I wanna make sure that's not, since it's outside of the formal bagua, mm-hmm. I wanna reconnect that energetically so that you're energetically connected to the nursery, whether or not your baby's actually sleeping in there all the time, Right. it, it connects you energetically to the place that represents their space. And then it's also that layer of your spirituality. And it's also, it's also actually greatly imbalanced with your relationship area, which is directly related. Mm. So what that could tell me is there may be some kind of, if it doesn't exist already, some kind of challenge balancing your your primary relationship, which also relates to you as a mother. So this may start to arise as you are living in this apartment. So being a mother is directly related to your spiritual path and the spiritual path now is really, really big compared to the being a mother part. So we're, we're gonna try to tie those together so they're more in balance. I love that. Okay. Yeah, and it's not just you being a mother, it's your relationship sure. with your mother and also how you care for yourself and it's also your relationship with your partner. Okay, amazing. Okay, so, and we'll also work on your abundance area. So that area, the Bagua map, which is this purple area, which is where your primary bedroom is, like the the furthest corner just directly opposite the front door, like diagonal Mm -hmm. to the left. Or when you walk into your, basically most of your primary bedroom is in the abundance area of your whole apartment floor plan, but there's a little bit of it that is missing. So we're gonna boost that up. And actually I could tell you now, what you could do is all along that wall Mm -hmm. or in that wall, along the windows of that wall, there's two things you can do. You could bring in the color purple, which relates to abundance and relates to this area. So you could bring that in. I know you love crystals, like amethyst crystals, or you could, if you like the color purple or anything like lilac, you could bring in like window treatments of that color, or you could paint the wall that color. Or the other option is you can bring in more growth, because maybe this resonates with you too, more growth with your income. Oh, I love this, okay. I got it. Okay. We're going to provide more growth with your income streams, but having them, I think you kind of, it's not like you want one income stream, but it sounds like you want them a little bit more robust or something. Mm -hmm. So if you visualize it, like it's kind of like you could have lots of little plants and little pots, Mm. or you could have one very strong plant that has other plants within it that keep it diverse but like okay. one thing that's very strong and robust like a bit, do you i think you might have one i might have seen one in your like in your feet at some point do you have like a big plant I like a big tree have,
1: would it be helpful to show anything yeah show me okay. your big show me your big plant. i can flip this i haven't done a live in a while it's very okay. my, my apartment i have just moved in everyone but um so i have that big plant which okay. I've heard mixed things that you're not supposed to put plants in your bedroom because it disturbs your sleep. So I don't have one in my room right now, so it's in my living room area. Mm-hmm. And then this is my bedroom, which we have to put the TV up, which you're probably against that, but I don't think I can compromise on that. But I do have- So these are good questions. Hold yeah. on,
0: let me just, okay. So the TV, so some people, some people feel that the TV is not great in the bedroom. I think it's fine as
1: long as like you're okay with it do you have trouble sleeping um no not sometimes but i don't really i don't um i don't watch tv to fall asleep it's more like if my husband's watching tv and i just like don't want to watch what he's watching i'll just come in here and watch it but i never like fall asleep to it like i'm really mindful of like my usage honestly if i didn't need it i wouldn't have it but like i just like it's especially when i give birth and like postpartum i might want to be in bed more just relaxing but sometimes my sleep can be a little off and then I was just gonna mention that I I have a few plans currently there and I mm-hmm. have a money tree which I never knew much about and if it's yeah okay. work, but so so the okay
0: so so I think it's totally it's okay to have the TV in your bedroom the only time if someone's watching and they're curious about that it's because like it's a lot of EMFs and so if you have a lot of trouble sleeping and you're like maybe it's time to take the TV and all the electronics out of your bedroom it sounds like you don't have a problem you sound very balanced with it so no problem with the TV in the bedroom and then the other thing that you addressed was that some feng shui consultants say that uh, or some feng shui schools I don't know if they're schools or consultants but they say no to plants in the bedroom but from the feng shui perspective that I teach from I teach a school called BTB feng shui it's not a problem in fact there's many adjustments that do you recommend that you do add plants to your bedroom but i would challenge you to think about one does it bother you because plants represent life energy so if if it feels too active for you then i would absolutely honor that you shouldn't put plants in the bedroom because the way that I teach feng shui and the way that I was taught by my teachers is don't just take all these suggestions as truth you need to practice it put it into play and come up with your own decision and keep what works and don't use what doesn't work so if you feel like it's okay then it's okay now that said, that's, that plant seems kinda of droopy. Sorry. Yeah, I need to
1: <laughs> repot it. She's been through a lot. Like she survived COVID without me watering her for months. And I just need to okay. repot her. But if not, I might have to get rid of her, unfortunately. What are your thoughts though on I'm curious, on like fake plans. Is that also a no no?
0: <clears throat> so it really depends. It's just like having, let's say, a fake I don't know, a fake anything in your life. Yeah. So I think ideally, if you want to receive the benefits from something, if it's a feng shui adjustment, get a real plant. But if you, for instance, like number one, you don't have to even use a plant. Do That's the beauty of working with the feng shui consultant is that if you're not great at plants or you don't want plants for whatever reason, there's other tools that can be used. And you don't have to work with something that is not something that you want to add to your space or that you feel you have a you feel like a resistance towards so i would say that in general i wouldn't recommend a fake plant i would just say don't use a plant use something else so in your case if you feel like there's something do you feel uncomfortable with putting a plant in your bedroom because we could just do the purple thing then
1: no i'm not uncomfortable i think i just need to find the right size that like fits and isn't overwhelming or too big so whatever you recommend but i'm also open to the amethyst so i'm i'm indifferent
0: okay i have an idea because there's something i also want to talk to you about with your workspace so we're gonna do let's do the plant thing on your workspace one thing also to take to acknowledge which you've already pointed out like that plant if it's not doing so well do your best to revive it but if not Do what's required to dispose of it with your good intention and with some kind of ceremony because it's a living thing but it's not great especially if you have a baby coming into the home and you need to upkeep your health to have something that is sick like a plant Mm -hmm. so in your bedroom to boost up that area by the window which is your wealth area of your entire apartment let's stick with the purple so i would say that you could get a big new a new big piece of amethyst or something purple or a crystal that, that you feel connects to abundance and put one big one in that area, representing how you want to have a more stable income stream and less little ones. Right. Mm -hmm. And then simultaneously in your workspace, which we'll talk about in a second, I think that you can have that, like have, find a big, like a wide planter,
1: mm.
0: like a bowl, mm-hmm. that you put a few different plants in. not too many, maybe like up to nine, maybe three, five or nine plants. Those are auspicious feng shui numbers, or I know you like you're into angel numbers, so you could mm-hmm. maybe pick something, but that those would, the number would be too big. So, <laughs> so like three, five or nine, maybe mm-hmm. just three plants. So you have these different income streams, but in one container. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it brings it more together. Instead of like having to manage all these little things all over the place, all over your house, how do you bring it together? And yeah, I would bring in something new with the intention that you're bringing in your the growth of your income together, and it's tied together with your abundance and your feelings of abundance, your feelings of prosperity, and your ability to have financial freedom, and that's going to be focused with that amethyst in that corner of your bedroom.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. Love it. All right. The second one, the loving home for you and your family and your baby, I think that's already a given. Like, I don't think we need to do a functional adjustment for that, but I think that that's going to be interwoven into the other things. Cause the other things need a little bit more support. And then I'm going to also go through your floor planning and, and point out some things that I noticed. So with more creativity in your business and your brand, that also ties into the abundance and the financial freedom and the other things we talked about. Do you have, so I asked you like if that second bedroom was your office. So where do you currently work or where, where's your workspace if you have one?
1: Currently I'm sitting at my kitchen area. So I don't okay. have, one. in my last apartment I had space for a desk, mm-hmm. um, but I just don't want to clutter the space. I was thinking possibly, like I said, like a wall desk or like something I can like fold and put away just so I'm kind of separating maybe this area, Mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily like want to put it in the nursery, I don't think, because I just feel like energetically it might not make sense. So what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. And I think that sounds like a good place to start. Things can always change later because you want to have a special place for the baby and that to be their room. So I think that I totally honor that. But I do think that since a lot of what you're asking about is your business, I'm going to challenge you to, to carve out a workspace for yourself. Because in feng shui, if you don't have a place to work, it means that your, your career doesn't have a seat in your life. So it can absolutely be a place that you can put away, especially because you have a new job coming up soon, right? And you want to have a better work-life balance in that sense, right? That's what you're, that's a lot of what you're asking for. So where you're sitting now is the door to your apartment behind you.
1: Yeah. Okay. So in you're function- against that, right. You, you don't want to like have your back to the door. Yeah.
0: Ideally you want to be set up so that you can see the door without directly being in line with mm-hmm. the door when you're at your desk.
1: Okay.
0: So you could, if I'm looking at your plan, you could even be like, you could even like set yourself up at the island of your mm-hmm. kitchen. while you're working.
1: Yeah, Um, that's what I was thinking. I was working from there for most of the day, so, and it felt fine. Good.
0: And you're actually in, it's a, it's a good location and it's close to the door. And in my book, I talk about this, but a lot of people nowadays are working from home and they don't have a separate office space. So I wanted to make accommodations for people with whatever, like Mm -hmm. if they have their own office or if they only have the kitchen island to work on. Right. Yeah. Or coffee table. So I recommend that you can get a desk blotter. So okay. you can find one online. It's just like a piece of leather or something or a vegan leather that's a rectangular shape. And that rectangular shape represents earth element. It's, and it's flat and it's stable. So it's providing a ground or a seat for your business. And it's also actually allowing you to kind of put some roots down for some stability because that's what you're asking for, more stability and maybe you said like more passive income streams, so that you don't have to be actively involved, and then you can take your you could step into your role as a mother, and and have better work like life balance, which is also earth element, having the ability to care for yourself and care for your family as much as you care for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So having that, and then you can roll it out when you're working and put mm-hmm. it away, but it's creating a little ritual with the space that you have and then and then i do recommend like you know putting away your computer turning it off when you're done so you could have that time that's not you know that you're not online okay and then the color for the dusk bladder i feel like you do you like purple no i'm more of a neutral person okay but so, <laughs> so i just felt like purple could be good because you're asking for more abundance and that's the area but if you're asking for for more support, more stability, then an earthy, earth tone is okay. So like a beige okay. or a brown. Yeah. Or like earth a brown. brown. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that. Okay, so that would be I good. Can and then
1: like put a, would I be able to put like an amethyst crystal on top of that base?
0: You could, you don't need to though. Okay. I think the one in your bedroom There's will cover it because right? you're gonna get like, a, get the biggest one you could find that yes. you can afford. <laughs> T- tell your partner like say this is representing our financial <laughs> our financial abundance say it's worth it okay
1: uh, i do have a a big pyrite one but you think amethyst is probably better
0: i let, for some reason for you i think purple is okay. the key
1: purple used and to be the color of my bedroom when i was like young growing up so i'll just like bring my inner child back
0: with okay. that okay well it's only one thing it's not mm-hmm. like i'm asking you to do the whole I'm fine with it to, yeah, so don't worry. I mean, I, I it's funny. I, I was telling my, I did a consultation for my chiropractor and I was like, what do you think about purple? And he's like, no. And I said, well, what about like an egg plant? He's like, oh, okay, I can do that. Yeah. Um, that resonates. But, but what I think is, remember we talked about that plant, like a big, kind of a bowl with three plants in it. So you could start with getting three small plants and putting it in the bowl. Or if you want, you can repot it into the bowl or i kind of like the progression of getting like three small plants and then having the bowl then, and as you know, and have a progression that you're, you're starting to see things kind of become more cohesive with your work streams. And then you can maybe start planting them. So, you know, that could be as quick as within a week, or it could be over a few months. I just don't want to overwhelm you with doing too many things, but another wonderful thing you can do and i've been uh, recommending this more and more is instead of just buying plants if you have good friends or mentors or colleagues around you that have plants you can ask them for cuttings Mm. it's kind of like you're getting a little bit of their chi and it's not like you're stealing anything right you'll just say like i really admire you and i admire like how you show up in the world and how you've created success for yourself or whatever. And um, like find people that you, I mean, this is a this is a p- a bonus. You don't have to do this. You could just buy the plants too. But I, if you do have people in your life that you really admire, you could ask for a cutting from their plant and then use and cultivate that because it's already has their like amazing chi. Like for instance, I have a plant um, a rubber tree plant that I received from a good friend who left when who who when she left to move to San Francisco, and she actually um, has her and her partner have like really very successful chi like they they started like huge companies that did so that were very successful. So I feel that I actually benefited from receiving this plant that's now like huge, right? Um, so I think that's something that you can look into and see if there's anyone around you that can also provide support for you in, um, creating this energetic support that you need to create the financial freedom and the, and the abundance.
1: I love that. That's that's such a nice tip.
0: Yeah. Do you, um, so again, but if that's like, too difficult for you or anyone who's listening, then you can also
1: buy them. But do you have recommendations on specific types of plants that you suggest? Or does it not matter? It's more what you were calling.
0: So in general, as a general feng shui question, we say like soft and rounded leaves are more smoother chi. You could also make different considerations. So like, for instance, what's easy to care for Mm-hmm. So like, just like in your business life, do you want to have income streams? You want income streams that you said are more passive. So you might mm-hmm. not want to get the most challenging, difficult plant to keep alive, right. right? Which is the opposite of what you want with your business, right? Right. You want, you want something that will kind of grow on its own without your, your baby sitting it, right? So maybe like a pothos, mm-hmm. really easy and super easy to get a cutting from a friend. And it's super easy to propagate. Um, you could even get three different colors of pothos, right? And that, that can count as three different income streams. If I, if you ever come into the city, I can give you some pothos. I, I have a whole bunch. So, okay. um, and I just actually, you know, uh, was attending to a few uh, all my plants this morning. Um, also since you are, you have a public face, I don't know if you ever have to deal with, um, the backlash of that. <laughs> so, um, you may benefit from having, cause you know, I have a public, uh, uh I am public facing too. So maybe you need, if you need some protection, you could get like more sharp plants. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, the average person doesn't need that, Avid person probably doesn't need like a sharp plant but you're you know you're you share your private or a lot of your life so maybe that would be helpful to kind of have some like like a sword uh, what is it called the mother-in-law's tongue or the sword the sword plant you could have like um something that's sharp okay someone just suggested a money plant yeah so so there's all different kinds um i think the key though, is getting one that represents what you just said about um, having something that's easy to care for, right? Because yeah. if you get like a really, really hard plant to care for, like some super rare plant that was really expensive and it dies, that's like the opposite of what you want with your work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So, um, but I think, so putting that that planter, put that in your, um, where uh, on your, I would put that in your, uh, on your island, like right by that, uh, column. And then that can be your, also your kind of reminder that that's like, even though you don't have to, you don't have to work there all the time. Right. But that will be kind of your carved out workspace so that it holds that seat for you. And it doesn't have to be the work seat all the time. Again, it's only the work seat when you decide to roll out your desk blotter and do some work. Okay. Okay. Um, so there's a couple other things I want to touch upon and uh, are you okay with time? I know we went through. Yeah, uh, okay. So with your floor plan, I just want to tell you a couple of things that will be helpful for you. So your stove is out of command and I know like something that you talk about a lot is focusing on um, your health, right? Like making sure you eat high vibrational foods and um, take care of yourself from the inside out. So, it also is important that when you're standing at your stove that you can see the door and the way that your uh, stove is positioned now, your back is to the door mm-hmm. so that you're not in the commanding position. So when you're standing there cooking, you're, you know, it's creating alchemy. You're like stirring, like, you could start mantra in your food, but, but because your back is to the door, there's, um, a small amount of, um, fear that you have an, elevated uh fight-or-flight response because your back is facing the door your old mind uh your reptilian brain kind of goes into that fight-or-flight mode interesting so then you're actually putting that into your food oh wow i know so i thought you would care about that so a simple way to correct this or to work with this is take get a convex mirror like a rear view mirror so it's like a dome and put that like um, if you have like a microwave hood you could put it on the microwave hood. put it somewhere where so when you're cooking at your stove you could see the mirror and you can see behind you Mm -hmm. with the intention that you can see like all the chi all the energy coming Mm -hmm. towards you while you're cooking so then you're not in this um, precarious position when you're cooking so instead you're putting in the most vibrant chi and vibration into the food that you eat okay okay and the last thing I want to talk about is because your second bedroom, which is going to be the nursery, is all the way outside of the Bagua, and that's also where your baby is going to be. You want your baby, even if your baby is with you, the Chi that represents the room is going to be outside and far away from you. So when you walk in the door to that bedroom, the wall on the Mm -hmm. right, put a mirror there.
1: Okay, that's where I was thinking. Okay. A mirror on the wall. like. the the dresser with a mirror above
0: perfect make sure it's a new mirror or if it's not new or either way sage it because you want something really or clear it okay Okay. and you're putting that mirror with the intention that you're the it's uh taking the image of make sure that you could see the um baby the baby's crib or whatever um the reflection and that it's bringing the reflection or it's bringing the chi of your baby's bed all the way back into a safer place into the home. Because right now it's, it's like, it's kind of like your baby is sleeping outside of the gates or your baby is going to be sleeping outside the gates, Mm -hmm. but you want, you you don't, and that's going to, it's going to feel very disconnected to Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So I think that room is going to feel disconnected to you. So I'd like you to bring that. The mirror there to bring that image all the way back so it's with you in the safest part of your home okay the furthest back okay 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 any questions
1: um anything else in that room that you would recommend to like bring in because i know you mentioned the spirituality component and how it kind of ties together um,
0: yeah so it's about ba- so because it's out of balance with your relationship area so the relationship area is diagonal um diagonal so it's a corner of your living room there's no you told me there's no door there right in the window um in my living room? yeah where you're facing right now there's no door yes. It's just windows mm-hmm. okay so that corn so where the way you're facing now the far right corner mm-hmm. or yeah the right corner that's the relationship okay. area okay so you know what i would put there is something something that just represents you and your partner okay like so it could be like like a wedding picture but it could also be something more abstract like a like the table and two chairs there Mm -hmm. but i i feel like it should be only the two not three okay okay like late because Worry about the, ba- the baby's place later, but like maybe uh-huh. something like a pair of ch- club chairs or um, or a pair of rose quartz or.
1: I Do you have any it's, other be, it's this corner, right? Like next yes. to the sofa. Yes. Okay. Yes. Or oh, right? it could be like a piece of art yeah, on that wall that represents. So I was the thinking. Tribute. Okay. Yes. Okay, that's good to know. So what happens if that's... Like, what's what does that indicate with relationships? If that's so you'll Absolutely. be putting
0: that up with the intent. It doesn't have to be on that wall okay. with the window. It could also be on the side, like 90 degrees over. Okay. It could be on the side, but um, that area is your relationship area. And it's also your mother, uh, the relates to the mother and self-love and all that. But because it's that area is so out of balance with your, your knowledge area, that I want to give some attention to that. So that's why I feel like, especially like when babies come too, you, you want to make sure that you still, have enough attention put on your relationship with your partner Mm -hmm. so it's just some like car got that little space i know your bedroom is going to be for you too but babies infiltrate that too so (laughs) just have something like that it could even be like an image with two things like a pair of things like it doesn't have to be literal it doesn't have to be a picture of you getting married right right or your wedding picture but with the idea that you um and your partner are a family of course but there's always you're always in a partnership too yeah that you can have a family and be partners like because when your children grow up or your child grows up there's just gonna there's also there's always you the two of you right mm-hmm. and so that that is not forgotten it's not like a yes and it's not like a either or situation but it's a yes and situation so it's like I want to make sure that we, I want, you know, you guys both have that intention that we are also um, us as partners is also as important as us as a family. And it's not, they're not like, it's not a comparison. Does that make yes. sense? Because yeah. I see that there's this imbalance. It's a great okay. imbalance. Like, like it's like, uh, I'll show you really quick. Hold Okay. <laughs> so, um, so, like, see the square mm-hmm. and see how big the square is. Yeah. yes. So it's com- its like they're so right. out of balance, right? That I—I I just that's why I'm I'm suggesting that you just do something energetically, okay, before you you know to to to
1: create a balance okay. with that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, should we answer? Thank you so much. This was so informative. Should we answer questions? Because I know those. Um, Are questions I have too about, I guess, like your home must haves. I don't remember what the other ones were.
0: Sure. Okay. So uh, the first question was, what is the best way to structure a home? So I love, I I, I always answer questions without answering them. So I want uh, the, the person who asked this to think about actually, there's no best way to structure your home. And in fact, your home structures you as much as you structure it. So to really step out of that way of thinking as there's a best way to do anything. Like there's no best baby, there's no best child, there's no best cookie recipe, but can you step back? And feng shui teaches us to be more fluid, to be more um, observant, to be more curious and not to take this approach of like, what is the best way to do it? Because in fact, there isn't. Like I had some notes that I was gonna over with you, but I didn't go over all of them. And I added new things because I was present with you mm-hmm. and what you needed. So if we go in with preconceived notions, we're very solid and stuck. And so instead there's uh it's good to think about like, how do we um, have curiosity about the structure of our home and see what our home tells us rather than uh, try to shape it into something else. I love that. Okay, the second question was home must-haves. So there's no like really home must-haves, but I would say since we're tacking this on your home consultation, um, which, God, I wish we had, I, one day we'll do a longer mm-hmm. one, but or we'll, we'll do a, we should do a follow-up in a few
1: months I would after love the baby
0: yeah. comes in. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's good also to have these little mini things because it just gives you enough, it, it just gives you the most important things come to the surface. But something that I felt was really important because it's, this was asked with you, is that a home must out for the person who asked this would say, I would say, you need a place to work. You need a, so one, it's not for everyone, but a place that um, is carved out to cultivate your raison d'etre, what you're offering to the world, what your path in life is. So, um, I was inspired to offer that as a must have. And I was inspired by you.
1: I have a question going kind of off of that. I don't know if it's a okay. an Id- home need, but it's more like little things that you can do. Like I've heard that your stovetop shouldn't be, like should always be clean because that isn't that your career or something. And then I've heard like something with the toilets, like, I don't know, maybe just like little feng shui, like starter points for people who, that they can do at home.
0: Sure. Like, um, one that you touched upon, it's ideal if you do keep your stove clean. Like some of these are like, uh, they're they're pretty common sense, but, but, uh, keep most people keep their stove clean, but I know there's some people who, who don't, but it's important to keep it clean because your stove represents how you nourish yourself. And even if you don't cook and therefore it represents how well you can do in the world It represents your resources. It represents your fire energy or inspiration it also represents um your finances because if you don't have your wealth you don't have anything right yeah so um so that's kind of like a basic thing and then what was the other like one you to- touched
1: on keeping your toilet seat up does something energetically oh, i don't know oh
0: um well i would just say one d okay this toilet thing I've I've kind of changed my tune on a bit a little bit over the years but in general like toilets people get worried about toilets but I think in modern times like where we live like toilets aren't like what a toilet was when feng shui was developed right so um so yes yeah, someone said keep the toilet low down so yeah these are hard and fast rules that you can stick by but if someone doesn't leave the toilet seat down, it's not the end of the world. So, um, so yeah, someone answered the question for you, so I don't have to answer it. Uh, but I think that, um, my, my perspective on feng shui is to not give like too many hard and fast rules because everyone's already doing that. And it's so easy for us to want a little checklist of, uh, Oh, this is going to make my life better. And this is not, and really like that's not going to change your life. It's your spiritual cultivation that's going to shift things. Um, and then one other thing that I was just like interviewed for a podcast this morning and someone was really talking, was talking about how, um, they never thought about what's under their bed. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing too. In general, you should have nothing under your bed and ideally you want to have a bed where the air can flow around you so the chi can flow around you. So that really supports your health.
1: So if I have, I did in my last room, when I had so, it was so cluttered in there. I didn't even know what's under there until I just moved. <laughs> uh-huh. But right now I just have like an infrared sauna blanket because it doesn't fit anywhere else. Like I, I have not as much closet space in this. Um, Wait, what do this, you have under there? Like a sauna blanket, like the one that folds off. Okay. Um But I feel like it's, okay. like it's like my health. So I feel like it's okay. Other than that, it's like, I don't have anything under there before it was very cluttered. So I feel a little bit better about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean it's not that. So if you have to have something under your bed, cause we live in New York city and, or you live near New like Jersey, Jersey, Hoboken. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have, if you have, you have to have some storage under, under your bed, that's okay. You do the best you can with what you have, like, right. If you need to have storage under your bed, you need to have storage mm-hmm. under your bed. But I would recommend you stick to, stick to sleep related items, not emotionally charged items like, divorce papers or letters from your ex or shoes, because they're very active, Mm -hmm. just stick, like put your linens under their soft pillows, things like that. And um, and you have your sauna mat, which is, I mean, it's fine there. I think that you do the best you can with Mm -hmm. what you have. I mean, if you had, I guess ideally you would have a separate room with a massage with a, oh, you could put it on your guest bed though.
1: I don't have a guest bed, unfortunately. But you will, right? It's not a guest room. I don't think no, because it'll just be the nursery. So oh, I don't right. know. it's gonna be a nursery. Yeah, I don't know if it will have space for okay. um, a bed, but
0: if not, no, I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I mean, you have to kind of balance. So feng shui is a balance of the practical and the magical, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to like live there too. So if you have to put it somewhere, that that's a good place to put it because it's, you'll actually use it and you probably use it very often. It's not sitting there. If it's sitting there accumulating dust for months, then maybe it's time to put it somewhere else. Okay. Got yeah.
1: it, that makes sense.
0: And then your last, the last question was color palette tips. So this one, I'm gonna, where to go? Uh, I don't know where I'm oh. I'm gonna defer back to my book. So, um, so for the last for color palette tips, you guys should watch, um, stay tuned on Alyssa's feed and watch for her reel for a giveaway. But in my book, I go over the five elements and the Bagua and the color associations with them. And that's a great way to select a color based on feng shui, looking at the elemental association. Like for instance, um, red is related to fire element, but you would want to know like, what does fire element mean? And do I want to bring that, bring more of that into my life? Or you can use the color of the Bagua areas. For instance, with Alyssa, we talked about purple and the abundance area. So she could strategically use purple, not even just in her abundance area, but anywhere in her life, like she could, wear like a purple ring or a purple necklace or something, or I don't know, purple underwear, something, uh, sometimes to kind of embody that, that uh, color. And then like actually picking out a color shade, that's a more of a design, that's a design detail that is, um, like that's kind of a designer thing, which isn't feng
1: shui. This was so informative, thank you.
0: You're welcome. So we should' we'll def- we should do a follow-up sure yeah. everyone wants to see what happens once you get moved in and once the baby's there and see how and we' we'll, and this will give you incentive to to do some get the amethyst or whatever you end up getting and then also um, we want to see pictures of your plants in your work
1: area and everything so let us know how it goes. you will. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so excited to start doing these and see how. The energy shifts. Thank
0: you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Holistic Spaces podcast. I hope you enjoyed the mini consultation. You got a little tiny taste of what a functional consultation would be like if you would like this for yourself. Currently, Laura and I only work with our Mindful Design School students, but we have so many wonderful graduates that you can hire for a one-on-one consultation. They um, can be found on our website at mindfuldesignschool.com consultants, or just go to mindfuldesignschool.com and tap on the consultants link. And they offer this in, um, in a like way deeper way because it's a private consultation. And then also, if you are on our mailing list, you can join by tapping um, in the show notes or visiting mindfuldesignschool.com and scrolling to the bottom. Laura and I will be offering a few. I think two each. Yeah, we offer two uh, heavily discounted classroom consultations. So, your you'll get a full-on home consultation, a two-hour consultation with Laura or me, and they sell out usually within a couple hours. And um, and this is really the only way at this time that you can work with Laura myself in a in a home consultation without joining our feng shui program, but it's really um, wonderful because our feng shui students, all of our grads and all of our current students get to audit this, so it'll be recorded, but it'll be a full on feng shui consultations, no, um, no uh, uh, no superficiality, it's like going to be a full on two hour thing. So hopefully uh, you'll join our mailing list. And if that's, that's something of interest, you can watch out for that. Or again, I highly recommend our Feng Shui graduates. Go to mindfuldesignschool.com and click on the consultants link. So thank you so much for listening. You can tune in every week for a new podcast episode. And if you like our podcast in this episode, you can share it with others. Subscribe, leave a review. Check out our certification and mini courses at MindfulDesignSchool.com And you can also sign up for our mailing list. Go to MindfulDesignSchool.com, scroll to the bottom, and you get special content only for our newsletter subscribers. Plus, you get notified about those uh, rare classroom consultations that Laura and I offer a couple times a year. And this is the only way to work with us in a feng shui consultation without joining our, fung- um, our feng shui certification program. So we will see you next week. Thank you.